SHW. This is our wrestling. This is insane what we're seeing right now. We're going out tonight. It's been a long, long time. Make sure I look just right. Going down. Heads up, heads up. Here comes the spread. Oh, hail the queen. Another spear. Will it be enough? No, not, not this like way. This. Not like Come this. On. No. This is just bedlam right now. Hey, hey, hey. What is going on here? You've got to be kidding me. Holy cow. And now, the voices of SHW, Brandon Benefield, Gerard Bonner, and Diana Michelle. What's going on, everybody? It is that time of the week. Time for the SHW podcast, SHW. This is our wrestling. I'm B-Double Brandon Benefield, joined with GB Gerard Bonner right here. Also, sporting the brand new shirt. Yes, new merch, new merch. Where, hey, where, where can you pick that up, GB? You can pick that up right now at prowrestlingtees.com slash pod. It's a great thing, and uh, the brand-new shirts are here. We're excited, and uh, you can definitely get a shirt right now. So by all means, you can head over there, and you can do that while you're listening to us. Just open another tab or whatever. And go ahead, prowrestlingtees.com slash shwpod. Grab a brand new shirt representing your favorite podcast. Hey, and while you're exploring the World Wide Web doing what all you do, and I don't need to know everything that you're doing, but <laughs> just know that you can go to all the different social medias and, and follow us. At Absolutely. Pod. Where is it? Right Ooh, there. It's right there yeah. on the shirt, right? On right there. Facebook, Twitter, yes. uh, Instagram, YouTube. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah. at yeah. shwpod, and you can check us out uh every friday just Absolutely. like you're checking us out right now so uh Absolutely. we are coming off of a big time show that happened last friday <laughs> shw 36 and um should we just jump right in and let's talk about what all went down man we let's had jump in it was uh, a show that's had a lot of people talking so let's go yeah. let's go let's go. absolutely well let's just talk about the matches that took place first. And there was definitely mm -hmm. some other stuff that had people talking that we definitely want to get into. So don't go Absolutely. anywhere because we will get into all that kind of stuff here. Absolutely. In just a little bit. Um, but to everyone's surprise, the day of the show that afternoon, it was announced mm -hmm. that what we thought would be the main event, the final match of the show was going to kick off the show. And of Insane. course I'm talking about the title match between Owen Knight mm -hmm. and Joe Black. Yeah, you know, I'm with you. Like, I was shocked, and I think that just spoke to how big the night was going to be. I don't think we've ever had a show that began with the SHW title on the line. So we knew it was going to be big, and I mean, these guys absolutely went for it. And uh, it ended up, in of all things, a double countout, which I was just like, wait, <laughs> what? Yeah. And that just was the beginning of a very unique night. And uh, you can probably tell them the rest that happened uh, on that one. Well, and so, yeah, of course, the GM comes out. They, both guys, mm -hmm. get, it's a double count out. And yeah. uh, they end up getting thrown into the main event, which the main mm -hmm. event was going to be the tag title match. Uh, yeah. All-Star Special uh, getting another shot against Tech X for the SHW tag team titles. And uh, all of a sudden, that became a three-way or three-team match. Mm -hmm. And the third team all of a sudden became Owen Knight teaming with joe black the guy that he just faced in the opening match <sighs> and still, they had to work together well and that was kind of the deal the deal was hey i'll give you guys a rematch in a steel cage next month if 
if you can coexist as a team tonight in the main event tag team title match, yeah. um, which we'll get to here in a few minutes. But mm-hmm. uh, I, the whole that whole idea was crazy. Of course, we always joke Gary's going to Gary. Well, Gary came out and he garyed right off the bat. Right off uh, the bat. <laughs> and, and maybe said some things that got people a little riled up, and we'll get to that here in a little bit. But uh, That too. Anyway, so the second match of the night, was another tag team match that we were really much, uh, very much looking forward to. Kevin Ryan teaming with Dylan McQueen, taking on Adam Priest and Jordan Kingsley. Uh, and it was. I think it lived up to the hype up into a point mm-hmm. when something uh, terrible happened, something that happened that we n- never hope happens at a show, uh, right. and that is Kevin Ryan. And if you happen to follow him on social media or follow the Southern Honor fan page, uh, mm-hmm. he decided that he wanted to post the video of, yes. of the instance when his knee buckled uh he has mm-hmm. a torn meniscus mm-hmm. um i don't know the exact details of the injury but i know it's gonna be quite a recovery time for yes. him and we and, uh we hope the best and yeah. uh, he's in our thoughts of course but uh the match up to that point gp was a pretty pretty solid match it was a very solid match an intense match you know four guys who really have jumped into this war with each other and we knew it was going to be in phys- physical we knew it was going to be intense we did not know obviously no one knew that that kind of injury would happen and you know on one hand there was concern that perhaps he might have broken his leg that's what he thought initially uh, thankfully, we have found out that it's not a broken leg, though a torn meniscus by no means is an easy thing to deal with. So yeah. certainly our thoughts and prayers are with uh, Kevin Ryan and his recovery. And I want you to remember that point as well. We'll come back to that later. So following that match, and I think things got a sh- got shuffled quite uh, just a little bit because sure. that match got cut short. Um, I sure. believe what was going to happen was – Gunner was going to come out and, and do a little promo and, and uh, mm-hmm. call Tank out, uh, which yeah. he ended up doing. But prior to that, uh, we got another tag match, which was mm-hmm. the Washington Bullets. Yes. Uh, John and Trey making their return after about a year away, mm-hmm. uh, as well as Matt and Joey Lynch, who were yes. also making their in-ring return. Of course, mm-hmm. they surprised everybody when they showed up last month unexpectedly, but they right. had their in-ring return at this show. And you had two brother teams. Matt and Joey Lynch, uh, John and Trey Williams. Yeah. And these guys, both teams have been around a long time. Both mm-hmm. teams considered some of the best teams in the South, Southeast, right. maybe even the whole country, uh, yeah. and put on quite a show. They absolutely did. And it was incredible to watch, again, two brother teams, one team being the Washington Bullets that we just hadn't seen in SHW in about a year, but they've still been tagging and working around the country. The other team being the Brothers Lynch, uh, we had not seen not just in an SHW ring, but they had not been wrestling. They'd been, you know, family men and doing all kinds of things. So the big question was, would they still have it? Is there ring rust? You know, could they still put it together? And uh, they proved why they were the inaugural SHW Tag Team Champions with a big victory. And we'll hear more about that just a little bit later. Absolutely. <laughs> that seems to be the theme, right? <laughs> yeah. If you're, if you're just tuning in, just stick around. We got some stuff stick coming around. up. Uh, yeah. So Gunnar Miller, as I mentioned, uh, did come out and cut a promo and uh, calling out Tank and Dan Wilson once again mm-hmm. uh, as, as the last few months of been kind of going back and forth these two guys have been playing mind games with Gunner showing up on the big screen interrupting his matches he called him out last month to no avail he called him out again this month 
and to everyone's, uh, I don't know if delight's the right word, uh, surprise. Um, surprise, for sure. They were actually in the building. Well, we weren't sure at first as Dan Wilson comes down. And by the way, <sighs> he makes my throat hurt just listening to yes. him. He's got that gravelly voice, and he's, he's screaming on the mic uh, when he's coming out. And then he's cutting this promo, and the whole promo, he's got this gravelly screechy voice like oh man it just makes my throat i just i wanted to pop in a throat lozenge as he was talking <laughs> yes you know what i mean yeah. anyways as he's talking uh, a hooded figure gets in the ring tries to attack gunner gunner delivers a spear we're not yeah. sure we're thinking it's just you know some lackey because that's happened before where mm -hmm. somebody dressed like dan wilson tried to attack gunner and of course it right. didn't work out for that guy um, right what turns out, this guy in the hood end up, ended up being Tank. Um, yeah. And so one of the most disturbing things I think I've seen, we've seen a lot of craziness at SHW. Mm -hmm. We've seen a lot of craziness in professional wrestling. Yes. Uh, but one of the craziest things and most disturbing things, I don't mean to snicker, it's not a snicker, it's more of a shock, like a laugh right. out of like, I'm stunned that I actually right. witnessed this, Right. was a plastic bag, like a, like a grocery bag. Mm -hmm. uh, being put over the face of Gunnar Miller by Tank and, yeah. and just trying to suffocate the guy. And, and at that point, you know, GB, you've said it on commentary. It's like, this is illegal. You yes. know, if this was outside of a wrestling ring. This was out mm -hmm. on the street. This guy would be arrested. Absolutely. And even in the ring, I felt like, well, do we have any cops here? Because hello, we needed them. Bad. Yeah, we yeah. needed them. Um, yeah. Luckily, they finally let up. And, and at some point during that melee, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Reverend Dan Wilson said your challenge has been accepted. Yeah. Now, I don't know exactly what that meant. Does that mean there's going to be an official match at some point? Will it be next month? Will it be sometime down the road? You know what I mean? Like, he, that's, it wasn't super clear. I no. hope there's a match because Gunner's got to have his shot to get a little vengeance here. Yeah, he d definitely deserves revenge. I mean... We've seen a lot of people do a lot of things, sneak attacks and all kinds of things, but suffocation is on a completely yeah. different level. Insane. And I, you know, I know sometimes people don't like each other and all this jazz, but to suffocate somebody, ooh, yeah, that's a lot. So I can imagine Gunner is going to be definitely looking for Tank somewhere, somehow, maybe even before SHW 37, because this is an attempt, not just at ending a career, but at ending a life. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, yeah. And, yeah. and, and Gunner's, you know, family, like, right in the, in the crowd, you know, like, oh, yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah. rather disturbing, uh, Quite. to say the least. Quite. Uh, and if that wasn't crazy enough, then we had the no holds barred <laughs> match followed that followed that. Uh, of yeah. course, uh, cruel. And mm -mm, our pal mm -mm. Sal had a match. Our pal Sal. They had a match of the month before, right? right? And then this month, Cruel decided to, uh, he wanted to get a little revenge because he lost unexpectedly last month. And yeah. this month they made it a no-holds-barred match, which I feared for the life of Sal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, But just like he surprised me last month, yes. he surprised me this month too. I mean, that guy... And I don't know if it's because he's got some screws loose. I don't know, like, exactly what it is. If you ask Diana, Diana's like, well, he's so crazy that he just can't feel the pain. He can't, like, right. accept Which is highly possible. It might be. I don't know. But yeah. 
But uh, he did not hold anything back. He came out. What was the what was the outfit he had on the on the trunks? What was it? Yeah, the whole Mega Powers thing, right? Mega like, Pal, Mega. That's what Mega it was. Pal. That's right. And uh, pretty creative. He certainly summoned the powers and uh, the forces of the Mega Powers, and uh, it was almost enough, but not quite. Uh, to to overcome cruel, but it was yeah, it was crazy. And you mentioned Diana. We miss you, Diana. Can't wait to see you again soon. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Wish she was here, uh, yes. but hopefully she will be back with us next week. Yes. Uh, but um, oh, speaking. How about this, Sal? Mm -hmm. Getting a little uh, getting a little fresh with uh, with Brooklyn. How about again? <laughs> we saw a lot of unexpected things last Friday. And yeah. that was one that was not on my bingo card. And so oh. I just went, oh, oh, you really want Cruel to be mad. Got it. Apparently. Well. Yeah, that's a good way to get to him. Yeah, yeah. That, that would do it. Faux yeah. show. Well, uh, here's a match that we were looking forward to. We had been looking forward to. But for the third month in a row, the yeah. big uh, behemoth match did not take place. I'm talking about Judas versus yeah. Cyrus the Destroyer. Mm -hmm. Now, Judas did not have the night off. He still no. had to wrestle. Uh, there was a replacement. Cyrus couldn't be there, unfortunately. And at the last minute, a gentleman who happened to be on set filming in Atlanta wow. for the for the Stars series Heels, mm -hmm. uh, if you didn't realize, Brady Pierce is a part of that show. Yes. And we haven't seen Brady Pierce in over a year, right? Right, right. I think over That's a year. Right. And yeah. uh, he, the last time we saw him, was getting attacked, getting choke slammed getting hit with a chair by none other than Judas. Yes. And so apparently he got called at the last minute. He was chomping at the bit. He jumped mm -hmm. at the opportunity because he's yeah. got some unfinished business with Judas. And I think that came in, uh, well, it didn't work out that way. But at the time, it was in the favor of Brady Pierce because you have mm -hmm. Judas who's prepared for someone else right? and not expecting this guy that, again, and I think I said this on commentary, Judas, that probably happened with Brady Pierce, and Judas probably forgot about it and sure. never, th never thought about it, never thought twice about it. Uh, however, on the other hand, you got Brady Pierce, who's probably been mm -hmm. stewing for the last year yes. and remembering mm -hmm. how he got put out of, put out of SHW at right. the hands of Judas. And so right. um, I got to tell you, it was, it was a great match. And one thing I mentioned to you was you forget just how big Brady Pierce is. Because yes. not a lot of guys can go toe-to-toe -to -toe and eyeball-to-eyeball -eyeball with a guy the size of Judas. But Brady right. Pierce is one of those few that can. He is one of the few that can. And, you know, you forget who else knows Judas in the wrestling industry mm -hmm. better than Brady Pierce. All the time that they spent together as a tag team in Lethal Poison. And I'm sure that the last person that Judas thought he would be seeing last Friday was Brady Pierce. And it ended up being a great match that ended up seeing Judas having to resort to some underhanded tactics that we're not accustomed to from him. Not that he's a fan favorite and one who plays by the rules, but he usually leans on his power, his strength, and his might to overcome his opponents. This time, he, le he, le he leaned on a low blow, which... But that's what it took for him to beat somebody who knew him that well. So that says yeah. an awful lot. And if Cyrus was paying attention, just more notes for him to take down for whenever these two actually finally meet. Yeah. And something we were wondering, like, will we finally see that match next month? Will Brady right. Pierce be back? Uh, right. We just don't know. We, we don't, don't know. know. Uh, following that match, though, 
was a match that I've been hyped for ever since it was announced. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yes. You know, it, it, we talked about AC Mack winning the IWTV World Championship a few weeks mm-hmm. back at yes. the uh, Southeast First show. Mm-hmm. Um, and just still, like, going back and, and watching clips of that, watching the promo afterwards, gives me yeah. chills. Um, mm-hmm. uh, having the pleasure of actually being there uh, next to the ring as all that was going down is just yeah. a very cool moment and uh, something I will not soon forget. Mm-hmm. Um, and as cool as that was, what made it, what was even cooler uh, a couple of weeks later was that he's defending the title for the very first time in an SHW ring against yes. the savior, David Ali. And uh, I got to tell you, man, it lived up to the hype. It lived up yeah. to the hype for a world title match. What do you think? Absolutely did, you know, and you throw in the fact that these guys literally began training together at the same school on the same day in the same class. It ends up being their six-year wrestling anniversary, and they're in a ring battling for a world championship. You couldn't write a story better than this. And so it was an incredible match with another weird twist at the end, which – you know, after the match was over, they kind of hugged each other, what seemed to be an embrace. You know, you had Mac kind of turn on on uh, Ali, and then Ali literally, it was like a, a switch flipped. And it was like he became the evil savior again and, and went to punt uh, and, and did punt the champ. And it was just like, wait. So I don't think we've heard the last of this battle between those two. I don't know what happens in the future now that he's a world champion. Mac obviously has contractual obligations literally around the country and the world being the champion of all things independent wrestling. So this is going to be interesting to see how all of this plays out. But he'll only defend the title down south. In the south. That's right. Because I believe I saw a promo he had uh, earlier this week. Oh, I forget Mm -hmm. what city it was going to be in. It was somewhere up north, but – yeah. The, the, the key there was the title's not on the line. That's right. That's yeah. right. Because if you That's want a title right. shot, you come down here. And he you also reminded side. everybody that, hey, when I come up there, you're flying me Delta. That's right. By the way, Spirit and Frontier have <laughs> signed a merger, which <laughs> I, I was just like, about that. wow, great. Like, I think they were watching Max Promo and they heard I think themselves. So too. <laughs> they heard him, They heard him throw them under the bus a little bit. <laughs> They're like, well, we'll make a bigger bus. We need, we need, to, we need to step up our game, apparently. <laughs> so thank want, you for that, too, Mac. Yeah. He can take responsibility wanna, for the merger. We, if we want to fly around the IWTV World Champ, <laughs> we got to step up our game. Exactly. <laughs> well, that was followed up by our main events. And, again, we said this uh, at the show last week and even on the pre-show leading up to it, that this was right. kind of a co-main event night because you had sure. the SHW title. You had the IWTV title, and you had the SHW tag team titles. Uh, Well, the last match of the night, uh, I'll say the main event, but like I said, it was kind of a co-co-main event. Yes. Uh, It's all all all-star special getting another shot at Tech X, which was supposed to just be a one-team-on-one-team matchup. Right. As we mentioned earlier in the night, it turned into a three-team matchup. And the third team, to everyone's surprise, was Mm -hmm. Owen Knight and Joe Black, which on paper is an amazing team. Yes. Right? But yes. at this time, they just can't barely – they can barely coexist, you right. know, with the few that they've been having. And uh, – but the, but the deal was, Gary said at the, at the beginning of the show, next month you get, you get each other in a cage for the title right. if you can coexist tonight 
in the main event in a tag team match. So mm-hmm. to their credit, they kept it somewhat together throughout the match. Yeah, somewhat. Um, you know, I, well, let me just back up a little bit. I will, I want to give props to all-star special. They put on, put up a heck of a fight. It was their one year anniversary. They yes. came out to eye of the tiger. They sure did. That got me pumped up for them. Even, you know, I was like, yes. what, what a great song to come out to when you have a title match, you know, yes. uh, you got that Rocky vibe going, mm-hmm. but uh, it just wasn't, wasn't enough. Unfortunately, they couldn't pull it off. Tech X. I mean, I'm not shocked. Tech X is, is one of the best teams in the country. Right, absolutely. And uh, they were able to retain the titles, and <laughs> it did not take long. As soon as that bell rang when the match was over, Owen and Joe immediately locked horns again and went right back right. at it. But at that point, it was okay because they coexisted during the match, and that was the stipulation absolutely, um, for the cage match, ne- match next month. And it's already been announced. Uh, yes. You've seen the poster got released earlier for SHW 37 coming up mm-hmm. on March 4th. And they're going to be inside a steel cage. Owen Knight, Joe Black for the SHW Championship. But that was not the end of the night because after they fought their way to the back, you have uh, Tech X in the ring celebrating. Mm -hmm. And a couple of hooded figures. Oh, I forgot Mm -hmm. to mention Gary was with us on commentary. There was Well, I I was going (laughs) to say, you guys can watch on IWTV once this hits there to see, of all things, the commentary debut. And I've heard that it could be the first and last. So (laughs) you'll likely want to see this and hear this of Gary Lamb on commentary during the final match of the show. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's important because course as you mentioned it was a night for hooded figures not to be confused with hidden figures that's a whole nother movie a whole nother time (laughs) etc etc appropriate as well but uh more hooded figures showing up and uh this time they would attack the tag team champions now hooded figures attacking tag teams hmm something we've seen here in shw and we naturally thought that it would be the approved i absolutely thought it was the approved and i was thinking after the last couple months i'm like good maybe we're done with those guys for a while um, right. Not to take anything away from made, their, yeah, but it would have made sense given you know the match they had last month after they had lost yeah to Tech X last month. And again, yeah. I don't want to be too mean here. Not to take anything away from their talent, but sure. their dastardly ways of going about mm-hmm. business. I've kind of had enough of it, you know. So I'm thinking, For okay, sure. they lost last month to Tech X. They did not win the titles. Maybe they've moved on. But here they come in the ring. At least that's who we think at first. And it wasn't. Go ahead, GB. No, it certainly was not. As they uh, attacked, of course, the tag team champions to only remove their hoods, and we discover it's the returning brothers Lynch, Matt and Joey. And so all of a sudden, people are shocked. The uh, general manager gets up from the commentary booth and goes in the ring to confront them. And I know it's his, bu- his building, his rules. They didn't exactly like that. And uh, they attack Gary with a low blow, with a steel chair. And uh, while there may be some in the wrestling world that might have wanted to trade places with them for that moment, the reality of it is uh, the people there in Canton kind of lost it. I mean, they still Kind of? Well, that's an understatement. (laughs) Take us back to 1996, uh, Bash at the Beach. You know, when we found out that Hulk Hogan was the third man, it was that level of trash being thrown in the ring. And 
it was we it was all sprayed with stuff. Too. It was all a blur, but I'm trying to remember. I think I got my mean gene line in there. Which was, oh, did you? Which was <laughs> look at all the crap in this ring. Yes. I don't yes. I think I said it. I don't remember. It was a blur. Oh man. I wasn't not nobody was expecting that to happen. Sure. Um, in my recollection of three and what, three and a half years of SHW yes. at this point, mm -hmm. that has happened one time before. And it was the night the new era formed and wow. coincidentally attacked Gary Lamb in the middle mm. of the ring and beat wow. him down. And the, the trash came flying in. And yeah. let me just say, while we're talking about it, fans, please do not please. throw trash. Do not throw anything in the ring. Um, yeah. It's just, you know, it's for everyone's it's not safety. safe. Yeah. Including safe. us. Cause we are all, mm -hmm. we are on the inside of the barricade as right. well as uh, Diana, Zach, the gear mm -hmm. guy, our, our mm -hmm. camera people, um, right. you know, just, so just please don't do that anymore. That was, yeah. I know it was wild and it was raucous and it was just kind of crazy, but let's just refrain yes. next time. I know you were upset. I get it, mm -hmm. but come on. Yeah. Please. For mm -hmm. all of our safety. Please. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that was uh, kind of how the night ended there. And yeah. um, it was a crazy night. Well, at least the show portion of the, the show night. portion. Yeah, that's correct. So GB. Yeah, because then from there, uh, one could argue that the real news began. And so in case you are unfamiliar with what's been going on in the last week relative to SHW, uh, I want to go ahead and inform you of what's been going on. And what we're going to do is have a discussion because I think it's important that we do just that. So following the events of SHW 36, uh, I know I ended up talking to several of our fans, which that's not uncommon. We regularly talk to fans after the show, but this particular night, it was a little bit different. There were some very real concerns that were brought up. Um, it turned into a post that hit social media. Uh, then that turned into a well thought out, well uh, documented and well expressed uh, post from Jabari McIntyre, who I want to shout out, um, who was an amazing Facebook group uh, on Facebook. And the concerns um, really dealt with racial insensitivity uh, at the show and throughout varying elements of the presentation of Southern Honor. And so, you know, I thought, and we thought, all of us, uh, thought that it was appropriate to have a conversation about it. Now, Dylan has put out a statement on behalf of him, Gary, uh, to talk about the things that uh, Jabari said. And so what we thought would be appropriate would be to have a conversation. This is the official SHW podcast. And uh, one of the things that has held true over what is now our two years, and this is now episode 75, can you believe that, uh, of, right, of our podcast is we've not shied away from challenging issues. Go back to our very first year. You know, we were doing a podcast during the pandemic, the, the launch, the start of the pandemic, and uh, there were, oddly enough, racial issues that happened there uh, involving George Floyd and Ahmaud Arbery and Breonna Taylor. And we ended up getting into some conversations about this. There was the uh, speaking out movement that happened in 2020 that we dialogued about here 
on uh, the podcast. So we're not afraid uh, or ashamed to have conversations about this. And so we're going to do this um, now. I, I want to start by saying this, and there's a lot of places this can potentially go. The first thing that I want to say is that it is important uh, on behalf of myself personally, on behalf of all of us here, it is important that fans feel very comfortable uh, coming to our shows, feel a part of what we do. Um, at the end of the day, you know, one of the things that the pandemic taught us is that not just in Southern Honor, but in all of pro wrestling, without our fans, what are we doing, right? We all sat through about 18 months of empty arena shows. So we know just how important the fans are. And I think sometimes, you know, in the internet wrestling community, the fans get a bad rap because people say, fans don't know what they want. You know, one day they say they want this, the other day they say they want that. And uh, there is a difference between what fans want in terms of in-ring content versus how they want to be treated or how they want to feel as human beings. I think we all can disagree about, you know, what our preference is in the ring in terms of who we think, you know, should be a champion or who we think should be, you know, the person that we like getting featured on the posters and featured in the main events and things like that. We can all disagree on that, and that's part of healthy uh, wrestling talk and sports talk. Um, hopefully, one thing we can also agree on is the fact that every human, every person should be treated with dignity and respect. That when you come to a sporting event, when you come to an SHW show, uh, there should not be imagery or uh, language or names or anything that should be said or done that would trigger you into a traumatic experience. That should not happen. Um, and so I will say that uh, as an organization, we apologize for those who have had that kind of experience. Um, I'm speaking in a very interesting space as an African-American man. I don't I can't imagine you couldn't tell that I was an African-American man, right? Um, but as an African-American man, I will be completely transparent and tell you that there are things that I have seen over time that have made me go, ooh, that, uh, that feels a little, little weird. Um, you know, but I will say that in some cases, there are some spaces where you feel comfortable talking about certain things. In other cases, just like at any job you work, you know, sometimes you feel like, okay, let me say this to the boss. Let me express this. And other times you feel like, let me go ahead, go in, do what I'm here to do, and let other things work themselves out. This is one of those cases where the fans began to say some things that I will be very upfront and say needed to be said. Um, you know, I know some people might disagree with that. Oh, and while I'm here, while I'm here, let me say this too. I understand that when we start having conversations about racial sensitivity and issues of race and that type of thing, um, that some people get defensive. Other people like to say, you know, when we talk about it, we're being divisive. Um, 
I think it's important that we remove the opportunity to be defensive from our ears and our hearts. I think it's important that there is an understanding that it is possible to hurt somebody and not be aware that you're hurting them. And if you're unaware that you're hurting somebody, that doesn't necessarily mean that you intended to hurt. There's a difference between hurting someone with intentionality and hurting someone by default, right? Um, I think it's important that when we understand that, that we end up using the proper terms to classify things. So I will be the first to say, I don't believe that any of the things that have happened in Southern Honor have been done with intent to be racially insensitive. I believe that. I would not be working here if I felt like this was a company that um, believed in being racially insensitive. Wouldn't, I, I just wouldn't. I want to be in the wrestling business, but not that bad, okay? Um, with that said, I also believe that when there is a lack of awareness, it is possible to do more harm than good. And so uh, I... I certainly am one of the ones, and there are many others here who are um, very committed to ensuring that awareness is raised so that we understand, and let me just be really frank, so that we understand that in the African-American community, um, the N-word isn't the only thing that is triggering or offensive. I think we all can agree nobody's going to walk into the ring and and drop the n-word right but there are things that can be said and done that could be considered microaggressions that could certainly be triggering that you may not have thought of because there was a lack of awareness um with that said i think there are other communities where there is greater awareness. And because there's greater awareness, there are certain terms, there are certain names, there are certain classifications that you've never heard in the three and a half years of Southern Honor. You've never heard a slip up in the LGBTQ community. That hasn't happened. You, you haven't heard a, a slip up in the Asian community hasn't happened. Um, and and in, other, in some other communities, it hasn't happened. Why hasn't it happened? Because there's been an awareness of things you can and can't say. There's an awareness of, you know, what would bring harm to someone. Uh, there's an awareness. And so I think the challenge now for us as an organization, individually and collectively, is it's time to raise our awareness on the things that could be offensive to people of color, right? Um, and I say these things because it's important. This is not a regional promotion. Let me go so further. Let me go further. This is not a merely a local 
self-promotion. This isn't a space where what's done in Canton stays in Canton. This is in Vegas, right? Because of social media, because of platforms like IWTV, because we've been named three-time promotion of the year and we've got a, a ton of award winners who are a part of our organization, there, is all, there are all sorts of eyes that are on us. AC Mack, three weeks ago, becoming the new IWTV world champion, making history. That has not been merely local news. That has literally been international news. So the eyes of the world are paying attention to what we do in Southern Honor. So then if the eyes of the world are paying attention to us, we must then ensure that what we are doing hits the eyes of the world in a way that says to each member of the community that they are respected, they are valued, they are loved, they are seen, okay? There's more to say, but I've said a lot so far. So Brandon, what would you like to say? And then I may say some more. Well, first of all, I just want to thank you for you know, having the courage to come on here and, and speak your piece like that. I agree wholeheartedly um, with everything you're saying. I, and it's one of those things too, like we've talked, we've talked off air plenty about this over the last week between you and yeah. uh, me and Diana. Yeah. And uh, we, this all we've been talking about, you know, just <laughs> right. need to talk about this on the podcast. And, yeah. um, you know, I know GB extended an apology. I personally would like to extend an apology as well. Um, you know, you mentioned that sometimes there are things that people realize or people are aware of, but maybe they just don't say anything. They yeah. just kind of want to keep quiet, show up, do their thing. Um, I am one of those people. I'm totally guilty of that. And I do apologize uh, for that. And I, I hate that it took some of our fans to have to bring it up for something sure. to be done. Sure. But that's where we are now. And, and yeah. now is the next step of making sure that those things, you know, a stop is put to those certain things and right. we do better moving forward. There's a right. saying that, that I mentioned to you before, which is uh, you can't do better unless you know better. And right. well, now we've all been made aware so we definitely know better now, and there's no excuse for not being able to do better. And right. so I think that's, uh, you know, that is definitely what we will try to do, try our best yeah. to do, is yeah. do better and kind of keep our eye out and be aware. Awareness is the big thing that you said. And we, talk, we talked about this last Friday night after the show, when yes. we were talking to some of our friends after the show. Um, that was one of the big words that, that came up was awareness. And yes. I'm like you, I don't think that anything done or said was done with a malicious intent. Right. Um, it was just one of those things, you know, sometimes ignorance is bliss and something, mm -hmm. you know, people do something, they don't even realize what I'm doing might be offensive to a person or a whole right. race of people, you know, absolutely. Like, that's something that, um, and sometimes I see that stuff and it's shocking to me because I'm like, how do you not realize that that's not offensive? Like, mm -hmm. but it is what it is. And, and again, I'm guilty of, of not, speaking up sooner you know yeah. i've been there since day one of, you know mm -hmm. what is it three and a half years at this point you've been yeah came in a year later so two and mm -hmm. a half years and like there's yeah. just stuff that has that we've talked about outside sure. of this show and outside of uh you know the action building that that right. we discussed and it's just kind of been one of those things that 
eh, I know some, some of this, something might make me cringe, but it, sure. eh, you know, maybe it'll just go away or maybe right. somebody else will say something. And, 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 and I am sincerely sorry that I'm yeah. one of those people that, that didn't speak up sooner uh, and didn't say something. And so um, I, I, and I'm like you, like I never would want any of our fans to feel uh, uncomfortable or, or like sure. feel like they've been personally attacked in any kind of certain way right. um, or anything like that. So uh, like I said, you can't do better unless you know better. And, and we Absolutely. definitely know better now. So for sure, it's all there is left to do is do better. And, and, and to that, you know, what I think is also important here is I know that there's another section of our fan base that's like, it's just entertainment. Like, What's the problem? We understand wrestling is entertainment. Well, let me, let me help you with something. I think it's important to understand that just because it didn't knock on your door this time doesn't mean that you should operate with a lack of compassion. It's amazing to me how, you know, when other people are sick or other people are going through tough times, you know, people are just like, thoughts and prayers, right? Until it's you. When it's you, when it's your family, when it's your neighbors, all of a sudden you want the cavalry to come in. And I think if we are truly what we've dubbed the SHW faithful, then if we find out that a part of our community has been hurt, we want to go ahead and figure out what do we do to fix that, to ensure that. You know, it, it pained me when I looked at um, some of the comments that were on Jabari's post, what pained me to see was to hear that there were others who not only did they share his sentiment, but they had decided to stop attending SHW altogether before this ever became a post because of things that they saw that they were uncomfortable with. And that, that is unfortunate because there are so many things that as an organization we really try to do to give you great content. But great content gets lost if people don't feel comfortable coming to the shows, you know? So let's, let me say this, because this is going to make some people feel uncomfortable, but I think feeling, un okay, feeling uncomfortable is not a sign that a conversation shouldn't happen. Feeling uncomfortable means that you're unfamiliar with the space you're in, right? Like, for instance, if, if you're a person like me, I tend to be, and I can't believe I'm going to say this publicly, afraid of heights, right? So because I'm afraid of heights, the, one of the scariest moments for me is if I'm at an amusement park and I get on a roller coaster, that climb up feels very uncomfortable, because I'm not in control, it's, a familiar, it's an unfamiliar feeling to me, and I'm uncomfortable, all right? But the only way at that point, since I'm strapped in, the only way I'm going to get off is I got to go through the ride. <laughs> right. There's no jumping off on the way up. It's too far up that, you know, they're not going to back it down because I decided to get scared. I got on the ride, so this is what we're in for. And so here's what I want to tell you. I know there are some people who feel as though, man, there's absolutely, like, 
How could you feel uncomfortable in the action building? How could you feel uncomfortable at SHW? Well, if you don't, that's good. That's very good. But I want to tell you a story about what it's like for me to make the drive to Canton every month. And it's not just me. It's people who look like me. When we decide we're going to come to Southern Honor, we come because we really want to watch wrestling and we want to see it live. And it's going to be some amazing wrestling that's happening. But I personally, when I make my drive almost an hour into Canton, I gas up before I get there. I am fully gassed by the time I leave. I do not stop. I don't stop at a gas station. I don't stop to, to eat. I don't stop. It is go there, come home. And you might ask, well, why? We love our wonderful city of Canton. Absolutely nothing against the city of Canton. But here's the reputation that the city of Canton currently has. And boy, some people are going to get mad at me. But you have to understand this piece to understand the relevance of this. There is the real possibility that I could get stopped. And if I get stopped, um, I might make it home. I might not make it home. And it's not because I've done anything wrong. It's because there's the possibility that I could fit a certain profile. And you guys, well, what are you talking? I'm telling you what I have lived. And what you have to understand is just because it's not your experience doesn't mean that it's not an experience, right? And so because that's my experience, when I decide to come to Canton to watch SHW, to be a part of SHW, I don't want to get there and then be reminded of what I had to deal with potentially outside of the doors. So that's why language becomes important. That's why how we care for each other becomes important. That's why names become important. That's why awareness becomes important. You would hate to do something that you meant in good faith towards me or anyone who looks like me that isn't received as such because what you thought was good really wasn't. There was a situation that happened that I'm actually not going to talk about that I was directly impacted by that also happened Friday from folks who meant well and was, they were unaware that what their good intentions were was actually offensive, was actually triggering to me. Yeah, before any of the events that actually happened inside the action building took place, before any of the fans got there, I was already carrying weight in doing the show. But nobody, you guys didn't know, like Brandon and Diana knew, but nobody else knew, right? And I, I think people have to understand that when there is awareness, then there are certain things. So I'm going to give you a quick example. One of the things I was taught as a child and as an adult is, number one, you don't ask a woman her age. Simple things, right? You don't ask a woman her age. You don't ask a woman if she's pregnant. Hello, lights, right? Like, those are two very simple things. That is awareness, 
okay? Awareness because you might not mean anything bad when you ask a woman her age. Your intent might be to say, you know, well, hey, you look amazing, but no woman wants to hear that she's old. No woman wants to be called pregnant that isn't pregnant. I don't think I have to, to explain anything on that, right? It is that level of awareness that we have to have about everybody. And for some people, it's like, that's a lot of work. No, it's not a lot of work. It's called treating others with dignity and with respect. That's what that's called. So I think about, and, and let me say this, this is one of the reasons why we're talking about this, because this isn't just something for the, uh, the internal crew at SHW to work on. This is for the SHW faithful to work on. This is for all of us to work on. I'll give you an example. Awareness is a never-ending class. If you're taking notes, write that down. I know it's a podcast. Who takes notes of a podcast? You might want to write that down. Awareness is a never-ending class. Why am I saying that? I'm going to give you an example. If we're going to stick to the world of pro wrestling, the way that certain individuals were presented in the world of wrestling 40 years ago, 30 years ago, 20 years ago, 10 years ago, five years ago, have changed dramatically. And it's changed because there's been an understanding that if you're going to treat this human with dignity and respect, there are certain names you can't call them. There are certain terms you can't use. If you go back to some of the commentary from, you know, the 80s and the 90s, there were things that were done then. There's no way they could be done right now because we have an enlightened understanding that says that does not treat that person as a human being. So one of the new things in terms of awareness that we're having to grab onto is a thing called pronouns. Like people didn't used to think about pronouns, but we're in a space now where we have a community uh, of people that some people may not want to be called he. Some people may not want to be called she. I believe Demi Lovato doesn't want either pronoun. Demi Lovato wants to be called they. So it becomes personally disrespectful if I refer to Demi Lovato in a way that she doesn't want to be referred to. That makes sense? So okay. with that said, I think it, it becomes now intrinsic upon all of us to do the work. Cody Rhodes talks about doing the work. We've got to do the work to ensure that we are treating every person with dignity and respect. So we need to understand if Sunny Kiss right now wants to be called she, we will call Sunny Kiss she because that's how she wants to be known. Doesn't matter what you think about it personally or anything else. That's what she wants to be called. And so with that said, it's important to learn why certain terms, I'll give you an example, which when I give you this example, you're gonna understand my point very, very clearly. Uh, there is another wrestling prom. I guess I could mention them. Why not, right? Uh, the WWE has a major uh, pay-per-view coming up next Saturday, right? It's called Elimination Chamber. We would be having a pure fit if they changed the name of it to Gas Chamber. Yeah, everybody's, oh, why? 
because you understand what the gas chambers did, how they were used to attempt to exterminate an entire people group. That's awareness, my friends. That's awareness. So the WWE says, we're not going to call this gas chamber. We're going to call it elimination chamber. And when they call it elimination chamber, nobody thinks all of the thoughts you just thought when I said gas chamber. It's that kind of awareness that's necessary. And if it sounds like a lot, then that means we just have to love on people better. And if it seems like work, it's work worth doing. And if it's not work that you want to do, then you probably shouldn't be in a business like this that's people interfacing. Because at the end of the day, this is a people business. Awareness, it's the name of the game. Awareness. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you coming on here and just laying it out there like that. Just, and we, we've talked about this off air before, like yeah. Diane, and I both tell you all the time, that just the way you lay things out and, uh, can, can put it out there and explain and that you're very, you're just very articulate with yeah. how, with how you put things. And, uh, I appreciate it very much. Um, and I hope that people listening, uh, are, are taking it to heart and mm-hmm. actually actually listening uh, yes. to everything that's been said tonight. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you said that because, as I said earlier, I know that sometimes people start calling conversations like this divisive. Why do you have to talk about that? You know, let's just yeah. come together. Well, you can't come together until you know what's separating you. Yeah. And I hear people, let, let, let me go ahead and kill another sacred cow while we're here. Um, There are people who make statements, and I just want people to get clarity on what some of these statements mean. Like there are people who will say, I'm colorblind. I don't see color. Let me tell you, I understand the intent of what you're trying to say. But when you tell me you don't see color and you are colorblind, what you're really saying is, I'm invisible. You're saying you don't see me. You're saying that the things that make me different are not worthy of you acknowledging. No, I didn't say that. No, no, that's that's actually how that's being translated. Let's learn to say things like this. Yeah, I do see color and I appreciate what is different about you. I appreciate that your skin is different and that your experiences are different because it adds to my whole plethora of experiences. It makes me a more diverse person because now I get to understand somebody who's not like me. That enriches my life. To say that I don't see your color, your history, no, no, no. Let's get out of the habit of saying things like that because when we talk about awareness, that's one of those things that lacks awareness. It is, it means well, but means well, because here's the thing. Case in point, perfect example. You've got Kevin Ryan, which, let me go there. So Kevin Ryan has an unfortunate accident, um, which it's clearly what that was. And um, tears his meniscus. There were people 
who had some derogatory things to say about Kevin Ryan and why that happened. That too is a lack of awareness. If somebody breaks a bone in a wrestling match, that has nothing to do with any of these ridiculous theories that were out there. And to try to, uh, to, to malign his character as a human being because he had an injury in the ring and perhaps you didn't understand, that shows a lack of awareness. So really this moment is calling for all of us to become better human beings. It's calling for us to become better people. And so I want you to think about this. The accident that Kevin had, we now know is going to cause months of rehabilitation, right? Uh, if he's put into a cast, he doesn't just come back to wrestling. There's a process called healing that has to happen, right? Mm -hmm. Because he's been injured. And so what I want people to understand is this, and I'm gonna say this because some other people may not. I understand that by saying we apologize, that is putting a cast on the break. If your leg has been broken, we just put a cast on it. But now we have to give you the time to heal. Just like Kevin is gonna need time to heal, to be able to recuperate and recover, we have to give people time to heal. And so the things that we do in the coming days are going to be our way of providing physical therapy to the injury you've suffered. It's that simple. So there will be those who say, can we just get back to wrestling? Because we didn't come here for that. Well, here's the deal. If we got solely back to wrestling and did not have this conversation, there'd be an entire people group that would say, I knew Southern Honor, they didn't care about us. I knew our concerns didn't matter to them. I'm not willing to let that happen. Brandon isn't willing to let that happen. Diana isn't willing to let that happen. Dylan, Pete, we aren't willing to let that happen. This is that important. And so I'm going to challenge those who say, well, I don't understand why folks are offended. Consider this. If your leg gets broken and we offer you an apology, you will accept the apology. You'll accept the cast, but you also have to heal. And I need us with the same level of sensitivity we would have in terms of not expecting Kevin to get back in the ring and start doing flips and being brain, brain dead. We can't expect people who have been injured to all of a sudden be okay so that it, wow, so that it protects our fragility. Yes, I said it. We, we can't expect that. There are a people group who have been hurt and injured, not just by what has happened in this, but by life itself, by what happens outside of the action building. So when they come inside the action building and get injured, yes, it hurts. Yes, it hurts. Yes, it hurts. Give people an opportunity to heal. And so to Jabari, to the nation, um, man, I, I'm sorry that, that this has been the experience. Um, and, and equally, I am appreciative, incredibly appreciative 
for the courage, and I told you this privately, so you know this is how I feel, um, for the courage it took to write that, for the courage it took to express it, for the stance you have taken, uh, I honor that. I, we talk about honor, I honor that, I respect that, and I appreciate that, and for the others who have felt that way. And so I hope that you will receive what we are saying as the cast, right? Uh, I'm, we're, we're having this conversation not with the intent that you're coming back to the action building for SHW 37, because this is bigger than that. I want you to know that you've been heard. And I want others who are unaware to become aware so that at SHW 37 and 47 and 57, there's a more diverse crowd because there's an understanding that all really are welcome and that we are aware, we are aware, we are aware, we are aware. Those things matter. And because they matter, that's why we're having this conversation. So just remember, an apology is a cast. If we don't apologize, we're just leaving you out there with fragmented bones. And who does that? Certainly not us. So there you have it. Awareness. Awareness. That's the name of the game. Awareness, the name of the game. Absolutely, GB. Well, thank you so much uh, for your words of wisdom here tonight. Um, and fans, thank you for joining us once Absolutely. again here on the SHW podcast. And as we do from time to time, we get away from the kayfabe and get real a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, and this was definitely one of those situations where we weren't just going to not say anything. So, oh, no. Um, so glad, uh, you know, and like I said, we've been talking about it all week privately. Yeah. Uh, you and I and uh, Diana as well. And um, so glad we were able to get on here and, and chop it up a little bit. So absolutely, uh, that's going to do it for this yeah. week's episode. And as GB mentioned, as we mentioned at the top of the show, SHW 37 is coming up March 4th. Mm -hmm. And uh, we, of course, will be talking more about that in the coming weeks as that gets yeah. a little closer. So yeah, awareness, awareness, name of the game. Yes. Just be aware, folks. And uh, like I said, can't do better till you know better. And uh, hey, we've all been made aware. Now we know better. Yes. So let's and all do we better. Shall do better. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Well, hey, until we see you next time, this has been SHW. This is our wrestling.